Hi everyone, Emily here again. So happy to be with you. I'm outside, well, in the car, staying warm, uh, so as to not disturb everyone sleeping in the house. It's hard to find time to do this, um, but it brings me so much joy, and I feel like I have so many ideas and so much information that I've consumed uh, through research and experience that just has to come out. So for me, this has to be done. And if it helps at least one person, then that's great. Um, and I'm really choosing these days to follow my joy and to try to listen internally and stop my overthinking and breathe and hear what would bring me the most joy. And as much as I would think that that could be watching the show Call the Midwives every night, which is my favorite show. <laughs> uh, it's not doing that. Uh, actually doing something quote-unquote productive or maybe different than uh, being at home with my girls and homeschooling them and doing our days, um, it makes me feel pretty good. And uh, I'm very passionate about all these topics I'm going to share. And it brings me very much joy to be sitting in the car and recording this for anyone listening right now. Here in Toronto, uh, it is March 4th and the weather is just warming up. The sun was heating our faces today. It was lovely, but as soon as the clouds came over, the w temperature dropped by about 5 degrees. So that's how it is in Canada at this time of year. Today, I'm broaching perhaps a tough subject. Um but one that doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare me anymore, um, but I'm not sure how to talk about it with people yet. I know I want to, but I know this scares others, and so that scares me, <laughs> the fact that it scares others, more than I'm afraid of it myself. But I'm exploring different ways to talk about my uh, severe depression experiences, so that others who are going through it or who even have less of a level of depression but kind of an underlying depression that just never seems to go away um, that is also what I want to address because I find part of my depression experience was almost like an explorer exploring parts of the human mind that are very dark and often left or swept under the carpet and try it and hidden away and so I think a lot of people more than we think are living with this darkness and pain underlying um, that they don't want to go and explore for good reason it's a really scary place and it can bring you to horrible places within yourselves um, but I've been there and I, I think I've gone to the darkest at least I hope in this life um, that I will go to and that there are things that I want to share from that experience as an explorer into the into the abyss of the human subconscious and psyche and etc. So today's topic is suicidal ideation and I've written an Instagram post that I might have the courage to share um, but I want to read it here in sort of a more private audience um, and so here it goes um, this is a tough subject 
but one that I have seen come up in interviews with a few people I admire. For example, Kino McGregor from Kino Yoga Online. She's a big yogi, uh, Instagram yogi. She talked about how for some time, maybe a few years, uh, whenever she was driving on the highway or coming off the highway, she would think to herself, how can I drive off of this curve or curb or overpass to make it look like death? Um, and it just, I felt so much compassion for her for going through that for wanting to end your life almost every day for a long period of time um for me a i experienced two periods of serious suicidal ideation that accumulated to a total of four to five months and the way i thought of death was some kind of like hanging or suffocation of some kind so that was my way and uh, I actually consider myself lucky because I know that there are people for whom this time lasts much longer, years, months, decades, where they have these lingering thoughts. So for me, I had them pretty seriously for about four to five months, um, but I, can't, I haven't had them since. I Actually, maybe a year or two ago, there was one day I remember where... I was feeling a bit down and I had one of these thoughts and it was kind of strange. It was like, oh, weird, you're still around, you're still coming up again. Um, but I wasn't afraid of it. That's one big thing is is the thoughts themselves can be scary, but being afraid of being afraid and of, of layering on fear on top of fear of these kind of thoughts uh, does not really get us anywhere. So if we can kind of look at them in the face and see them for what they are um, and not add so much emotion and guilt and shame and etc on top of them then it can be easier to let them go or transmute them so here's a thought process that helped me ditch suicidal thoughts (laughs) wanting to die is wanting to end suffering mental, physical, emotional, spiritual suffering. Death can probably alleviate physical suffering. I'll give it that. But once the body is dead and I have left my body, what if the emotional, mental, and spiritual suffering doesn't stop? I have, since I was a child, believed in life after death. There's a part of my loved ones that lives on after their bodies die. And Eastern philosophy and work in past life regression has confirmed these feelings for me. So death wouldn't seem like such a good option for relieving the emotional, mental, and spiritual suffering. Because there's no guarantee of that ending. Like, I do believe the body dies when we die, and so the phys- any pain inside the physical body would end. But if there's emotional, mental, spiritual suffering, does that end? What if it doesn't? So it's not a guarantee. So, what if I were to die and the suffering didn't stop? And on top of that, I caused in, in, in incredible amounts of suffering 
to those who love me by leaving the world in such a way? And what if I were to live and I could find a way to make the suffering stop? At the time, it seemed almost inconceivable that I could pull myself out of this and and stop my own personal, spiritual, emotional, psychological suffering. But there was still this what if, what if I did find that way? What if I lived and I found that way? So perhaps I'm actually more afraid of failing in trying to live well and find happiness than of death itself. I'm going to say this this again because this was a huge realization for me. Um, If I was seeking death to relieve the suffering, then I was more afraid of the suffering than of death. So perhaps I was more afraid of continuing to suffer and of failing in trying to live well and find happiness than of death itself. So my conclusion was to try, to try a little bit every day, knowing I can only get better at being happy over the long term. And it happened faster than I thought. Therapy helped, loved ones helped, but really, as always, the change and determination has to be internal. And what happened with me, the, the first depression I had was right after university. It was a quarter-life crisis type of situation where I had graduated from engineering. I had uh, I was teaching French in Spain at the time and wondering what in the world to do with my life, what career to choose. And uh, I was on a path to do some kind of corporate job and make tons of money because I was smart and blah, blah, blah. But that felt so wrong to every essence of me. I mean, just my engineering degree was Uh, very difficult to to complete and finish on like a soul spiritual level I had no problems academically and then to think of continuing a career in this was was impossible so there was just blank it was completely blank for me at that point so that was my first quarter-life crisis there was a bit of heartbreak involved in that too but mostly it was the career aspect that that was very big void for me And it was six weeks lying in bed in my mom's house, just in utter emotional, spiritual, psychological agony. I didn't get out of bed. Uh, When I tried to do yoga again after that time, I couldn't even stand on one leg. I had no strength in my legs. That's how much time I had spent in bed. Um, And my mom, my family cared for me in that time. It was a really scary time for everyone. it was very intense and I remember going to see my doctor and my family doctor and she gave me um, some antidepressants and I refused to take them refused to take them refused to take them and I took them I think I was five weeks in and my mom was like I mean we can't do this basically it was like I was either going to some kind of a psych ward and be checked into the hospital um, or or something had to change I had to change something internally 
And so I finally decided to take these pills that I did not believe in. And I took them for, I think, three days, three, four, five days, maybe. And I felt, I felt the physical effects changes very quickly, like clammy hands and different cravings and weird sensations in my mouth and and I couldn't sleep and all this stuff it was physically I was feeling all these changes and I did not like that at all um so then I realized well I either take continue taking these pills or again uh I get checked into the hospital or I can wake myself up out of this and uh that's what I chose to do I chose to try I chose to just try I was I was seeing a therapist at the time she was great um definitely helped me she said just look focus on the next step focus on the next step because at the time I was thinking that everything was so big I had to choose my career I had to know what I was going to do with my life I had to know um how much money I was going to make and I had to know my whole path and she was just encouraging me to just try and take one step and not focus on climbing the whole mountain and so that's what I did and I stopped taking those pills but the action of deciding to take the pills and deciding to try something was that internal switch to find a way to get myself better and really in any kind of healing or any kind of change you want to see it has to be internal and once that internal shift happens the whole ball can come spinning and it can take time and it can require some momentum to keep it spinning at first but it does get spinning and it does improve um so if you are living with such thoughts if you're struggling to be happy just start trying just do something reach out start with one thing that brings you joy right now in this movement just try one day try today and maybe you can try tomorrow but just try today and see how that goes and just start right there I promise from the depths of my heart that it's worth it Um, and I have another little note here that I honor everyone's experience with dark thoughts the journey to wellness is unique for each person and I'm offering this as an insight Uh, maybe a light in the dark find your way it can be completely different than my experience but just find your way you know the way give it some effort every day Uh, I love you I hope that was helpful share it with anyone you know who could use it and have a good evening bye